0: Hi, this is Unique. welcome to the Career Hacker mini-series. These are really short episodes that get straight to the point and tackle real-world challenges among career hackers. The objective is to get the most important advice you need in less than 10 minutes. In this episode, we're taking a bite out of the secrets of top interviewers. These are strategies, tips, secrets that I have noticed top performers do to completely outperform other candidates. This is for anyone at any level looking to nail interviews to land the job. As a heads up, we are crunching a lot in 10 minutes. This episode is actually a little bit over 10 minutes. So for those that would like to get more details or simply a visual, we created a guide. Just click on the link in the show notes for you to download the guide. Clock's ticking. Let's get started. All right. Secrets of the top interviewers that I've ever seen in my life so here we go this episode is really really focused on revealing the secrets of high performance interviewers like right? these are the people who come in there and nail it every single time right so there's a list that I've picked up over the years of just like some of the things they do that just absolutely sets them apart from the competition regardless of you know the other top candidate that's in front of them whether it's an internal candidate or an external candidate so it's a long list so i'll try to go as fast as i can so here we go first one is one of the things i realized from top interviewers is that they have mentally won before they even stepped in the interview and that's really interesting because when you do your research about just kind of like armies and wars and so on this always says that like the warriors the soldiers have already won the battle in their head before they even stepped into the battlefield it's just kind of like that internal conviction that you have done what it took like you prepared you know your stuff you're coming in there It doesn't, doesn't matter who you're competing against like you're here ready to win you have mentally won now it doesn't mean that you're cocky it doesn't mean that you're arrogant but you're coming with that energy that you feel confident about your value, your skill sets, your experience, and what you have to offer to the company. And it was one of the same things. Honestly, you know, I'll take a bit of time just to say this, but I remember when I was interviewing to get into LinkedIn back in uh, when I was living in San Francisco, I was Mr. LinkedIn before I even joined LinkedIn. And I knew it. You know, I was so passionate about the product. I was passionate about their mission. I was I for me in my head I was LinkedIn right in the sense of like I was passionate about you know connecting people to opportunity. I was passionate about how the platform was helping people to do that. I had studied it. I had helped so many people land amazing jobs and I couldn't care less if I didn't have that Stanford undergrad, that Harvard MBA, that BCG Bain consulting on my resume. I knew that I could do the job, and I was an entrepreneur at heart. And so I remember when I was interviewing, like I didn't even care who else is in this race. Like I'm coming in there, and I'm going to prove you guys that like I'm I'm you know I'm going to do this job. You know, like I'm the right person for the role. And obviously, I ended up getting the role uh, for a lot of other reasons. But you know, that's the mentality that I had. The second thing is that like you need to identif- identify who the decision maker is very quickly so when you're in the interview process like find out really quickly like how you know how's the decision going to be made who's part of the decision and like you know at the end of the day how are you making that decision as well so you want to find out as much as possible to who is making the decision how are they making the decision and what criteria are they looking at right this is key because you need to know how to position yourself when you're going to be in the interviews as you're going through the rounds as you're going to interview with the teammate with the boss with the boss's boss all these different folks right the third thing is manage the pace so a lot of what I've seen from the top interviewers is like they know how much time we have. We have thirty minutes in this interview, forty-five minutes in this interview, one hour, whatever it is. And they're really qu- they're really good at, at making sure that they're asking questions and just being mindful of time, uh, and and kind of even making comments like uh, like as they're giving information. It's like yeah, I know I know we got you know uh, about ten minutes left, so I'm gonna answer this really quickly just so that I can you know answer the specific point and don't go over. You know don't start like going on a five minute monologue when you only have fifteen minutes to go. And so things like that, they're really good at managing. The time that they have and shifting with it during the interview. The fourth one is getting insider information. Some of the best interviews, what I see is that they actually go and reach out to someone who's already at the company just to ask to catch up, just to ask for you know, a quick cu- a cup of coffee and say, Hey, I'm currently interviewing for a role at your company. I really love so far what I've seen. I'm just trying to get a bit more information on the culture over there, how things are done. I uh, just want to make sure that I'm setting myself up for success. And so when you get that call, most people love to talk about the culture, about the company, how things are going. And when you're in that call, you want to make sure that you're asking the right questions like hey like for you what are the values of the company like how are they reflected every day like h- how do you guys work between each other um how are promotions made like you know what, what do they look at to make these promotions uh, how accessible is leadership you know what are some of the biggest challenges just in general you know for the, the businesses going through right now and these are the kind of things you want to ask and of course you know don't ask them any questions that makes them uncomfortable because they can't share so make sure you ask like the right questions that it's normal for someone who's informed who's curious who's serious about the role would be asking or about the company would be asking so a lot of times you'd be surprised with the kind of information that they'll be giving out just in general like yeah you know last year we were you know doubling growth this year we're looking to expand in other countries they might not say which countries or anything like that but you're already learning a bit more about what's going on what are their focus on what are their challenges and what's the culture like how do they get promoted you know sometimes they do this thing where every three months they do xyz and all that's gold because then you come into the interview and then you have even more specific questions and things to, to say uh and things to ask because of the insight that information you've had, and that's key. Uh, the other thing is that use frameworks, right? So uh, this is, there's is something called 5Cs framework. So it's basically when you're studying for this role, it's like, you know, you do the 5Cs analysis. So it's like uh, you're studying the company, studying the competitors, studying the customers, studying the market context, starting the channel in which they're taking their products to market, you know, sales, marketing, partnerships, whatever it is. And so it's like a 5C framework to kind of like really quickly assess a company and you have a really good understanding of it in like 30 minutes. Another one is Star, Star framework framework, for example, when you're interviewing and someone asks you, tell me about a time when you did X, or tell me what experience you have with this with this kind of skills or experience or situation. And it's like, you know, STAR is literally, here's a situation I was in, here's a task I had to take, here's the action I took, and here's the results that came. It's called STAR, so definitely look it up. It's, there's so many frameworks like that, but they help you kind of be focused and sharp so that you don't start to go into different tangents when you're in the interviews. The sixth is uncover the process. So make sure when you're in the conversation with the interviewer, you know, what I always see of the top performance is That they always ask, hey, so what's the process like? You know, who, who are the different people that need to meet throughout this the interview process? How long does it typically take? And just be informed so you understand who are the different types of people you're going to meet with. Is there going to be a customer? Is there going to be a panel? Um, is there going to be a business case? Uh, do you have to meet the CEO at the end? Or whatever it is, does it like do you go through the whole thing and then there's a decision, or do you get knocked off at different at the, all the different rounds? You want to know all these different things because it's going to help you understand like how to perform at each different round, and then also who's going to be in the room. The other thing is that they always ask CEO-level questions. Now, one of the things is that a lot of folks, they they end up just kind of asking basic questions um, in the interview. And uh, it's, honestly, a lot of people think that they get hired for the answers they give, but honestly, you actually, when you have all these top candidates in front of you, you actually get hired for the type of questions you ask. Like, you know, you've done the five season analysis. You've noticed that, hey, they're raising money. They're looking to expand to other countries. Ask a question about that. Or you see that you got on LinkedIn premium and you notice that like, you know, they just 2X their sales and and customer success team. Ask like, oh, like, you know, I've noticed that you've 2X your team in less than six months. Does that mean, you know, have you guys gotten product market fit now? You're really accelerating. Or maybe you notice that like they're, you know, they're increasing their, their product and engineering Recruitment. If you look on LinkedIn Premium, you can be like, "Oh, well, I saw that. You know, your 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 team, your your product and eng team is growing so fast. Are you uh, Are you investing in the product? Or are you building new product lines? That, what's going on? You know, these are really g- great questions. Um, or you can be like, "Oh, you saw that one of their competitors just raised a lot of money, and they're now entering another country where they're in. You know, you can ask like, what's their strategy around like the competitive landscape? There's so many different types of questions you can ask that are CEO level questions. Notice like. Um, right now you know their company because with LinkedIn premium there's so much you can see you can even see headcount per different types of departments you can ask questions about even resources and headcounts I mean there's so much you can do that the CEO would kind of ask for the other thing is or you can even go on this is a good one you can go on third-party websites and see why some customers love them or why some customers have left them and you can be like hey so I noticed that some of your customers have left because of you know not having this in the product and so on how are you currently collecting customer feedback to inform your product roadmap is an amazing question right uh, and so you got to ask these questions this because the other candidate isn't gonna ask these questions the other candidate is gonna ask about salary and package um, and values and oh and how's the team structured well you should have already spoken to someone else uh, so that you can know these basic answers that like you can ask the real raw questions in the interview next is um, know who you're talking to I think a lot of times I see people going into the interview and they have no clue who they're about to meet because they didn't ask and you want to make sure you never go into the interview interview, not knowing who is going to be in front of you. Is it the VP of sales? Is it the head of marketing? Is it the CRO? Uh, is it a teammate? Is it a potential? Whatever it is, is it the person you're replacing? You need to know who's in front of you. And if you don't know, you can't prepare it well. And so they always ask when the recruiter or someone says, hey, your next meeting is going to be at like 10 a.m. Uh, next Friday. You want to make sure, oh, OK, great. Who's who's the interview with? Oh, it's with the head of marketing. Awesome. What's his name? Oh, boom. There you go. Get the name. You always want to, And then you go on LinkedIn. You look them up just so you know who they are. You know, if they've been there for 10 years years or they just got there two weeks ago right so you want to make sure you know what's going on uh, maybe they will gone to the same school you did right or whatever it is uh, maybe you're a big football fan of their school all these different things could be incredibly helpful or maybe they did a side project that you had done before too so again these things don't hurt you and on the, on the contrary that helps you see you know what level you're looking to operate at then it's stay organized I think at some point you're gonna have, you know, so many questions at you. Uh, and so the top interviewers that I just see is that they're just they organized in in the conversation. And and one of the reasons is my next thing that I that I see is that they take notes during the interviews they have a notepad. They're taking notes. Why? Because if someone's asking you a question and, you know, sometimes they're still talking and so on and you want to just jot down, oh, okay, you know, some of the things that come to mind just very quickly as they're talking or maybe they said something very important. You want to jot that down so you can ask a question. You can't memorize. You can't organize your your thoughts in your head. You have to put it down on paper. And so the top interviewers, it doesn't matter how senior you are. You have your little notepad and you're ready to take some notes and ask and make sure you, you understand what's going on. you are organizing things and you're interacting with your, with your thoughts right here right now in a way that you couldn't in your head right away. And so very, very important. Uh, stay organized and uh, the take notes. One of the things that I've also noticed is that the top top interviews, they interview the interviewer. Like, there, comes, there comes a point where a top performer will also interview you. As in like you know how are you currently managing your team uh, today what are some of the challenges you've personally have fed, felt since you've been there uh, you know what are some of the biggest accomplishments that the team has had uh, you're now digging into them and maybe sometimes how the decisions are made and so on and that's when you know that you're dealing with a top star someone who's not uh, afraid to be able to ask you these great questions and uh, because that person is informed then because they're not going for any opportunity they also want to make sure they set themselves up for the for success and so you start to get these questions being asked and I'm like oh wow I'm in front of a top star right now and so that's exactly what what you want to do is interview the interviewer then it's also to think before they speak so a lot of times you know someone will throw a really you know big question and and some of the more junior people and sometimes not even junior sometimes just about being kind of extroverted and very quick and you just start talking Um, but sometimes just take a bit of a second like don't be afraid uh, to say oh give me a second let me think about that and that gives you the even if it's just like five seconds it gives you the time to organize your thoughts um, and and think about what anchor what angle you're going to use to answer that question sometimes you even want to ask a clarifying question so that you really understand the question and so some of the top interviewers I see is that they definitely think before they speak they don't just start because uh, sometimes you didn't even understand the question well then you start answering it and, and that wasn't even the question uh, or you didn't really get the actual point of the question right you were close to it but not really on it and so that's another reason why they think before they speak and then uh, there's two, a couple more tips that I also that I noticed is they know their value so when they're negotiating for salary or, or whatever it is compensation or you know seniority level like they know their they know what they've been doing they know what they're worth they've done their research online to see the different levels of experience and salary packages associated with it like they they know their value. They know that they have a floor um, number that they didn't want to get under. Uh, and so these are the things that are, that are really, really important. And the second to last is that they ask for what they want. If they want a relocation package, if they want a sign on bonus an annual bonus, they ask, "Hey, is that on the table? Is that something you're currently doing right now?" Uh, you know, based on the experience that I have, you know, I feel like this would make you know a lot of sense to include that as part of the package. These are like they just know their value and they ask for what they want, and it's just like that's when you know you're in front of a top player. And then the next thing, which is the last thing, is that they don't lie. It's very very easy for people to lie. It's also very very easy to get caught. And so you don't want to make you don't want to lie. You don't want to lie on your resume because anything that you put on your resume is game. You know, I typically look at the entire resume and then like look at, you know, a specific project you did like uh, maybe at two, three roles ago. But that was very interesting because it's very relevant to what we're facing here today. So I'll be like, hey, can you talk to me about like this project you did where you said right here that you were able to grow from 10 to like, you know, 110X or whatever it is. Can you talk to me about that? And you can tell when someone was lying because you just don't have a story ready the way you're talking about it. Like, you know, like it wasn't true. And so it's really important to not lie about anything on your resume or about your experiences, because it's easy to also talk to some of your references and ask if that's something that you actually did. All right. So there you go. Those are some of the secrets uh, and tips of top interviewers that I've seen across the board uh, a lot of these I've used myself some of them I've learned and I hope that you can come back and listen to this over and over again to learn from it and then improve your own, your own way of interviewing so there you go see you in the next one my name is Yannick Podar and I'm a career hacker I'm part of an underground group of business professionals who want to sit at the table against all odds we don't rely on blindly sending job applications to get a foot in the door and we don't waste hours trying to write the perfect resume either. In fact, our actions are the exact opposite because we know we have the skills to deliver. Because we're fighting against kids from elite networks, people with literally unlimited resources, we have to do things differently, we have to do things smarter. We don't have time to wait for applications to make it to the top of the pile. Every job we land is earned. We find ways to bypass the entire system, get in front of the right people, and win head-to-head against those who were given everything. So how do we do that? If you talk to career advisors or in-house recruiters, they tell you what we're doing is impossible. One recruiter at LinkedIn even said, you would have never gotten to my radar. Yet it's happening every single day. It's happening through the art and science that we call career hacking. This is the Career Hacker Secrets Podcast, and we are career hackers. We are career hackers.